On today's edition of the Retirement Roadmap, we're talking about easy wins in personal finance. You know, it's important to eventually get on a comprehensive financial plan for yourself, but sometimes even just a few minor adjustments in your portfolio are going to make a big difference. We're going to discuss a few of the easy places to start on today's episode with Glenn Mosseller. Let's get started. It's time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. All right, Glenn, we've got a great list today to talk about these easy wins in personal finance. We're going to give at least five tips on today's show. Before we dive into those, though, uh, easy wins, like who doesn't like you know the low-hanging fruit, the easy things to grab to improve life, improve our situation? We could all use a few more of those, right? Oh, absolutely, Walter. No, no doubt about it. And it's really important, you know, that you take advantage of those things. I mean, a lot of times folks take certain things for granted and they don't pay attention and they don't always take it, you know, they don't always make the most out of, out of the, the things that are the, the easiest, you know, and, and um, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but, but it's, it's so true. You know, you, you, you know, you ask, you ask different questions, you know, in the, in the, in that discovery process and well, you know, what about this and what about that? And it's like, yeah, well, you know, and then, yeah, I hadn't not really done that or gotten around to that. And, so sometimes it's you know it's just kind of getting to those fundamentals and making sure that you know that you're dotting those I's and crossing those T's and and they're not just thoughts you know and and they're actually you know things that are put in place. We've all probably read in like a personal development or you know productivity book or YouTube video or something like that where people I've heard the recommendation before you know like when you have your to do list start with the hardest task like get that out of the way early while you have energy and focus and save the easier stuff for later in the day when your energy level might be down, that sort of thing. Well, with personal finance, it's kind of the opposite, right? Like, let's let's do the easy things first. Go ahead. Like, these are easy things that make a big difference. So let's knock these out now, and then we'll we'll tackle the harder stuff as as time comes. At least that's how I see it. So uh, this won't be an exhaustive list, uh, but we'll cover at least five easy wins that you can get in personal finance. All right, so the first easy win here, Glenn, would be keeping the right amount of money, right amount of dollars in cash. Why does that set somebody up for success? Right, Walter. Well, I mean, it's important that you have access to capital, right? I mean, it's important to have an emergency fund and, you know, to, you know, to, to make it such that, you know, that, that there's money accessible when the unexpected happens, right? It's kind of one of those catch-22s. It's like, you know, you have to plan for the unexpected, but you never know what that unexpected thing is, but you do know that there are going to be unexpected things happen, right? And so typically that's going to, you know, that's going to require, you know, some, you know, access to money. And so, you know, if you don't have access to it, then that means you're then you're likely going to have to go borrow it, and then if you go borrow it, then it becomes a scenario where you you might not be you might not be able to have this, this favorable terms as you might want to have. The interest rates might be higher, or you know you, you know, there might be some you know, you know poison pill in the in the in the financing that might be offered you know that that you don't really like, and then you've got to go look for something else. It just becomes it, it becomes problematic, and then you then you end up also you know just you know paying away a lot of interest that that you know could be helping you, you know, those dollars could be helping you, you know, get further down the road in terms of your overall planning and, you know, moving towards retirement and, and all of the other things that, that are that are there in your, you know, your financial future. So it's it's important to, you know, have, you know, have checking and savings accounts and, you know, and, and you know, and have and have other accounts that are accessible, you know, and, and what I mean by that is, is that, I mean, if you think about it, there's an awful lot of people out there, Walter, who are in the accumulation phase of life. 
and you know and they've accumulated you know quite a bit of money right or, or assets but so many times when i talk to folks it's like you know well you know i have this and i have that and the, the this and that that they have they oftentimes it's like well i've got this much money in my 401k and i have you know and i you know i have this much in my in my home equity and you know and both of those things are either you know inaccessible or very difficult to get to or or have some strings attached and then then typically you know that you know what's in the bank or what they have access to is a little bit more challenging and so you know even even folks that that, that have accumulated you know money into into you know those those big assets that are going to be there for you you know for the rest of your life you know, it's, you still, you know, there has to be, you know, at least in my mind, you know, that, that, that you make you make plans to have some other account that's there, you know, and, and there, there's a variety of different things that, you know, that, that can be, um, you know, but, you know, it can be bank, it can be, you know, market-based accounts, it can be other insurance types of products that, you know, that you have access to, but you want to, you want to make sure that you, you can get to capital when you need it, because that solves an awful lot of problems, and, and so many people find themselves in a situation where they're compromised, and they're having to they're having to borrow and, and and with terms that they don't they don't really like but but they're all their money's locked up so it's 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 critically important that you do that planning too and and, and a lot of times people over overlook that and, and and that's that's a tremendously common problem you know for like i say for folks who are in those accumulation years that's why we want to fix that right off the bat and kind of use that easy win uh, to better our financial place in life. Uh, same for this next one, and that would be the tip to clean up old life insurance policies. Do you see this help people from time to time? Yeah, Walter. I mean, it's important, you know, that, that folks know. It's like, like, what do they, what do they have? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know how many times I've sat down with folks and, you know, we start, we, we start doing like an inventory. You know, it's like when, you know, when, when we're in that discovery process as to, you know, well, we, what accounts do you have? You know, what's here, what's there, and then we get, and then we get into the insurance policies, and it's pretty common that it's like, oh yeah, well, we've got this, you know, we've got this term policy over there and then I have this whole life that I put in place or maybe you know maybe you know mom and dad you know did it for me you know years ago and that's there and oftentimes there's just not really any strategic planning around that they're just kind of things that are there maybe there was a little bit of strategy at the beginning it's just like well we want to make sure that we have you know this death benefit there in case something happens that anyway we could pay off the house or something like that but you know there there's other there's other strategies that are there that you know that can be utilized and and you know, and then sometimes people are going to utilize them, and sometimes not. It's it's not necessarily a one size fits all. To, you know, to use a lot of insurance, there there are there are some solutions there for for different ones, particularly depending upon you know your comfort levels with different things, and and you know, and in your in your appetite for risk and so forth. But you know, whether that's whether you're using them, you know, a, a lot or a little, you really want to be strategic as to how you're how you're putting you know life insurance and and those types of products in place and those types of policies in place and and like i say walter it, it's it's extremely common to you know it's just oh yeah well i've got this and that and not and, and i always kind of ever from time to time i wonder it's just like should i should i have this should i should i do something else you know and i've got and this premiums going out you know on an annual basis or on a monthly basis and and i'm not really sure if this is the best the best use of my you know of my dollars but it's it's kind of like it's it's there it's been there for a long time and so it's just it, it just kind of is it just continues on whether whether it makes sense or 
whether it doesn't make sense. And that's something that you really want to get a handle on and, you know, and, and be strategic about it. And if that means making some changes, then make some changes or, you know, and that the changes might be, you know, ending certain things or possibly, you know, you know, you know, adding to it, it, it depends on the particular situation, but you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're really strategic in what you're doing with all your finances and, and know that it's like, okay, this part of my, my financial life is, is helping me with these other parts and, the, and they're, and they're working in together, you know, in, in almost like in concert that, that you're, that you, you know, that you've got different strategies in place that are, you know, you're not planning in isolation. In other words, you know, that, that it's like, you know, the, your right hand and the left hand knows what the other's doing. Well, that's really big. Yeah, we got to make sure that we're um, kind of keeping all those things in front of us organized. And uh, the, the nice thing about having this one on the list, even if it doesn't move the needle a whole lot, it's one of those easy wins. It doesn't take a whole lot to look at those old policies and clean them up if needed. So um, definitely an interesting one to think about for folks. For some, may move the needle a lot. Others, maybe not so much. But look into it and see if that, what's the case. Another easy win for personal finance would be consolidating old 401ks. How easy is that to do, Glenn, and uh, why can that make a big difference? It's relatively easy to do, Walter, but sometimes it's, you know, it's like there's this normal thing with human beings that it's just like, it's like, there's almost like a fear or an aversion to the unknown, right? And and so it's like, well, I'm not sure exactly how to do that. And, and I, that means I have to get on, on the phone with somebody that, I, you know, you know, get the, you know, find out what the paperwork is or what the procedure is to, to do a rollover. And, and I'm not sure what questions to ask. And so it's, it's just kind of a, a thing that happens a lot of times with folks that it's like, yeah, well, I'll get to that later. But the later becomes later and later, right? And and so and then if you ended up changing jobs several times, you know, I I, I think the record for me is, is you know I sat down with somebody and they had they had six different four hundred one ks, right? And, six. And, wow. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, what's going on here? And they're going, I don't know. This is one of the reasons why I'm here because <laughs> I want to, I want to clean this up, and I'm not sure how to do it. You know, and it's a challenge. I mean, now that's you know that's an extreme case, but I mean, it, it does happen, right? I mean, you really want to think in terms of you want to you want to have control over those are your those are your monies, right? Those are your accounts, and and you want to have control over them, and you want to be strategic about it. You know, and sometimes it it means that maybe you roll some stuff over into an IRA, or you know, maybe you you know do a Roth IRA. Or do some conversions, or or maybe you know roll over money into you know your current you know employer plan. There's a number of different things that can happen in terms of consolidation, you know, and that's we're we're not really you know going to go into the details of any one particular situation, but the basic concept, Walter, is obviously is you know kind of keep keep your financial life you know relatively simple there by by keeping there's not really a, a, a true advantage to it, it, it's pretty rare if there's an advantage to keep you know multiple. 401ks out there. You know, it, it, it's normally a pretty, you know, it's, it's a pretty, pretty good idea to just kind of just keep keep everything, you know, kind of close so that you understand it. And it's just like you only have to track, you know, a few accounts, and so that you know, because you can diversify within those accounts. But it does, you know, but having multiple accounts that are all over the place is it's just like you lose track sometimes. And you know, I, I I've seen that happen too, where folks say, you know, I've got I've got money over here in this one, and I, I you ask them to you know, describe what's going on with their accounts, and a lot of times they they know exactly what's going on with their current 401k, and then they say, well, yeah, and I've got this other account 
account. And I'm not even sure what I what I'm invested in, or you know how that money's positioned, or or whatnot. And you know, and and I haven't done anything with it in a long time. And I just get the statements, and you know, sometimes the you know the you know the company has changed, you know, or the you know the company that they worked for, you know, was you know is now a different company, you know, that got bought out or or, or merged or something, or they changed custodians, and now there's a different you know, there's a different uh, there's a different you know place that you would log in and you know access the the information and different choices and it becomes it becomes you know just a, a complicated thing and it, and you really it doesn't need to be that way so if you're if you're in that boat you know you really should be taking action and you know and and you're making sure that you're getting yourself you know just to simplify your life yeah it helps a lot uh, putting everything it's not even really putting all your eggs in one basket it's just getting it organized and putting it in one place and so an easy thing to do and execute maybe just hard to kind of just process and like you said get over the mental hurdle to do it but that's where somebody like glenn can help you with any challenges like that all right glenn another tip would be to reconsider your managed account that has limited management what's the skinny on this one Right. Well, I mean, Walter, it's important to understand, you know, it's just like if you've got monies in the markets, there's going to typically be some sort of a management, whether you're doing the management or whether, you know, you're you're paying somebody to manage it or, you know, however that works, you know, you want to make sure that there's some strategy there as to what's going on. There are a number, there are a number of different um, choices out there in the marketplace. I mean, there's there's lots and lots, actually, as, as, as people I'm sure are, are aware and there are times when you you you, know, you can find you know all day long you can find you know, you know funds and that that have very little if any fees you know but then they're not going to really have any help you know attached to them. It's just like you know well you know when is the right time to you know to rebalance or adjust or transition to you know different thoughts process about you know when I'm going to retire and you know and then you know how should that money be positioned and whatnot and so you know the idea here is is that you know you you want to be aware of what the fees and so forth are but but not all fees are necessarily a bad thing right I mean you want to just make sure that you're getting value for what you're paying for. You know, I mean, that fees are expensive in the absence of value, but if you're getting something from that value, you know, then, then you know, or from that advice, then there's value there, right? And, and, and so you want to you make that, you want to make that you know, a judgment and, you know, and who are you working with? Are you working with anybody? Does it make sense to work with anybody? You know, I mean, the, the earlier on you, you are in life, you know, and then, you know, when you're first beginning to start putting money away, you know, it's probably the, the, the time that, that, that fewer people have, you know, have, you know, have an advisor. They're just trying to figure out how to, you know, get some money set aside and, you know, start to build. But over time, if you you start building that nest egg, you want to be strategic about it. And and typically, you know, it it it, you know, it helps to you know to seek some advice in that in that regard. And you know, you may end up working with somebody, and you may end up not working with somebody. But you know, but you you know you know in the process of you know keeping yourself educated and making sure that you know that you that you know what you know what's going on in your accounts. And you know, and if you find the right advisor, I mean, I think most people, are, you know, would you know would agree that if they've, they've got an advisor that they're that they're paying some management fees to, if they find that they they really they they really value that relationship and they value you know what's what's coming from there and the planning that's coming from there, they they they're typically okay to you know to do that. It's just like it's a scenario where you you get what you pay for, right? But um, but you got to make sure that you you know you you do the right shopping and get yourself to the right place that you feel like you're you're getting that, or otherwise you're going to feel like you're you know you're getting you're getting 
dinged here and there and you're not getting anything for it. And that's, that's a, that's a terrible place to be. And, and, you know, you don't want to have those feelings either. Yeah, that's a great point, uh, Glenn. And, and one that's, I think a lot of people might not even know to look at that particular issue or problem. All right. Last one for now, analyze the tax efficiency of your investments. Now that doesn't sound so easy. So why, why would this though be something we could include in the easy wins in personal finance conversation? Well, Walter, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that just taking a step back and just kind of thinking about, you know, if, if you're aware of what's going on in the world and, the, and when you look at what's happening with our politics and Washington and the, the amount of money that's being spent. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of people and, you know, I talk to people from both sides of the aisle, you know, it, very partisan or, or, or less partisan, but, but almost everybody is really uncomfortable with the, you know, where, the, where the debt and the deficit is. Right, and there's you know different people will point fingers in different directions, but the reality is is it's it's, it's there, and you know it, and from a practical point of view, from an individual place, it's like all you can do is try to you know you know put your sails in the right place, you know when when the winds are blowing, right? I mean you you can't really control the wind, but you know you can control what you're going to do. If you're looking at this situation that's out there in the world today, and you think you know golly, it's like you know this doesn't seem like it's sustainable. You know that Washington is just spending you know money like you know like crazy and that we can't keep doing this that simply you know should probably translate to the idea that it's like well then if you're in that place and you believe that and you kind of look historically and you pay attention to you know to where you know tax rates currently are and if you just do you know just a google search you look back to the 1970s you know it's like well what were tax rates then and you know in different times through history you can see that you know we're at historically low tax rates and and that may sound funny to folks because it's like nobody feels like they're paying too little in tax but at the same time you know it, it, the rates that we are currently at are historically low and, you know, if you think it's like what's going on is unsustainable, then that means that that's very likely that the tax rates will likely go higher. And so you have to start thinking about, you know, where are you positioning your money? And, and you know, how is it going to be treated in terms of the tax code when you go to draw it out of the accounts? You know, and, and if you have an inordinate amount of money that is that is pre-tax, i.e. meaning like traditional IRAs or, or, or 401ks that you have money that's going into the accounts before it's taxed, then that means that you know you're not only are you deferring the tax but you're deferring the tax calculation meaning that your the tax is going to get calculated on those dollars that go into that account when you go to pull that money out and if you didn't pay taxes on it and, you know on those wages at the time then that means not only did you put your money in there but you also put some portion of uncle sam's money in there and then you know if you if you live in a you know a state that has state income tax or you're living in a state that has state income tax when you're drawing the money out then you also have some of their money in there too and so it's you know most people don't think of it in those terms but but if you didn't pay taxes on those wages and that money goes into the account, then you've got to realize that not all the money that went in there is, is, is all yours. And then you've got to figure out, well, what's your exit strategy? And if you have lots and lots of money in there that's going to be subject to future tax rates, then that might be a red flag to maybe take a step back and say, well, wait a minute, maybe, maybe I need to do some analysis here in terms of, is this the right way to save? You definitely want to keep saving, but you, know, you, you want to make sure that you're saving in a, you know, in a, in a tax efficient way and, and, you're, and you're being tax aware in terms of your planning. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a great point, Glenn. You know, doing this conversation gives me the idea that we, we should extend this. I mean, easy wins in personal finance, low-hanging fruit that we can knock off um, our to-do list and have a really good financial situation afterward. Then we can get into the nitty and gritty, uh, you know, the harder details and the bigger discussions and decisions. This is helpful. Uh, do you think we could turn this into a two-parter, Glenn, and, and cover a couple of more easy wins and personal finance tips next time around? Walter, I think that's a great idea. Let's let's do that. Okay, very good. We covered five today, so recapping those. Keep the right amount of money in cash. Clean up old life insurance policies. Consolidate old 401ks. Reconsider your managed account that has limited management. And analyze the tax efficiency of your investments. All good tips, all good things to be thinking about. We'll come up with five more, and we'll cover those on the next edition of of the Retirement Roadmap. Until then, if you have any questions for Glenn, reach out at 336-291-3535, 336-291-3535. You can also go to roadmapfinancial.com and click on the free consultation button to schedule a time to visit with Glenn. You can do that from your smartphone or computer. Again, just click free consultation at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, thank you for all the help and assistance on the episode today, and we'll catch up on some more tips next time around. All right, Walter. Take care. All right, you as well. That is Glenn Wassettler. I'm Walter. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. Mm-hmm. 